Hello, and welcome to Wizards. This is, I think, the first of the new, slightly more focused episodes, looking at the football analysis, previews, all that kind of good stuff. Um, a little bit more defensive actions per game, a little bit less rhymes, um, a little bit less hippo. This is episode number 270. Anyway, joining me um, for Proper Football Chat, I have Mr. Tom Fro. Hello. How are you? I am ready to be serious and not make any jokes about Joe Allen. Good. And joining us is George Weaver. Hello, George. Hello. Also incredibly serious and ready for this. This is so university challenge. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, um, we are going to talk about the season ahead because the season starts on Sunday, which is... Saturday. Oh, yeah, no, sorry. For... <laughs> Started well. Shit, we've ruined the serious one already. Fuck. The, the, the pod season starts on Sunday, I should say. That's, that's how yeah, I measure these yes. things is when we record. The, mm. the, the season itself, of course... Uh, arguably has already begun because we've had so much excellent discourse and and fun and excitement. But no, the first game of the season is, as you correctly identified, on Saturday. Um, Against Millwall. So that's exciting. We have a choice of things we can talk about. Do we want to talk about any of the transfer in and outgoings that we have done since the last discussion about transfer in and outgoings? Does anybody have any thoughts about that or or, or around that? There's been one obvious one. Yeah, brave, that one. Uh, Very got, brave. Got some, got some interesting discourse, did old Mr. Forrester, but he's gone now to other places. Which him. leaves us potentially, he's probably the only area of the squad we're a little bit short in now, our centre-backs. We've got some kids. We've got a crocked one. We've got an old one. That's Jagielka. We've got a tall one. That's Flint, who has um, arguably been the least impressive player. Uh, new signing in pre-season, but, you know, pre-season doesn't matter, as we quite famously say. So in terms of squad depth, that is where we're looking a little bit uh, light um, which I hope we're sorting out with a left footed centre back from somewhere it sort of weird seemed to be on the cards it. didn't it uh, it's been a weird one this pre-season because we've very rarely been I, I don't remember a pre-season where we've had this much time between links and then where links have kind of come in and immediately it's a, oh oh shit they, they've signed okay so I'm hoping that's going to happen with a centre back. Yeah, it feels Hopefully. it's all gone a bit. It was a bit. It's gone a bit phasey, hasn't it? So um, we sort mm-hmm. of had signed a load of players before preseason actually started, and then we've obviously had the flurry just before the uh, Hearts game with Gale and Smallbone coming in, which I think I think I said in the last pod, both very important signings, very positions we were a bit weak in. So good to have them on board, and yeah. Let's hope it is just uh oh yeah, by the way, uh Percy tweet, here you go. Stoke is signing this bloke tomorrow, and then and then he does, and it's all great. Yeah. And nobody nobody else leaving, ideally. Uh um, yeah. 
really don't think we want anyone to go particularly i think all the people we wanted to go have already gone and most of the people remaining we don't want to go mention yeah. no names i think the only one i remember is the the only one i think that might be not a bad move is the goalkeeper situation mm-hmm. but that's kind of gone quiet so that yeah, yeah, that feels like a either either probably a, a deadline day rather than a week before the, the first game kind of thing where suddenly we sign a goalkeeper and then everyone goes, Oh, okay, somebody's leaving then and then they do. Um Yeah. After Bursic makes one mistake in his first game, booed off the pitch at half time. Yeah. And no, this feels, is serious. It is serious. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Let's no, talk but... about something serious. Josh Simon <laughs> isn't gonna leave, I'd hope. Very much so. Tony's definitely going to stare at me now because this is whole like cursing it into reality. But you know who did leave? Joe Allen. Um, so Josh Timer's <laughs> going to stay because I reckon it's the kind of signing where we wouldn't really want to be going into the season having offers coming in for him and then accepting one and, and trying to sort out a replacement because I don't think McCarran is being signed as a time and replacement. He's clearly the doughty replacement he's going to cover left wing back and maybe occasionally pop up as a winger when we want a winger in like one tenth of the games we play. So Timon is going to stay. He signed a nice big contract. Did we see that? Did we see that, that spinny graph thing that, 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 yes. that the, the, the nice the, analytics like, man did? The exploding pizza chart. I yeah. Think was, was with with Timon being in the top uh, 10% of Defenders for, what was it? Progressive passes, key passes created. So a, a pass that leads to a shot and um, progressive dribbles. So, yeah, um, I guess that's, that's again, that's probably something that's worth talking about is, is how good Timon was last season at progressing the ball versus Smith, who is very much not a progressing the ball wing back. He's a, I can stand here and cross a bit. Um, and he did create a lot of chances for us doing that, but... I think that's probably the direction we're shifting in with Clark, who obviously has been injured for most of preseason, which is disappointing. Um, but he seems a lot more mobile, energetic, athletic. So if we can if we can create on two sides of the pitch, that is more than one. Yeah, I mean, the, like I am not the person to come to to say, oh, somebody was more effective than Josh Chiman. But I think the the way uh, Smith was was doing that was. Josh Tymon did a lot of interesting, progressive, modern football stuff. And like you say, Smith crossed it into the box and people headed it in. And Josh Tymon skimmed it across the six-yard box and everybody missed from six inches away again and again and again. But yeah, lovely to see appreciation of Josh Tymon anywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I, I... I the eye test versus the stats for me makes me want to say I think he defended better last season than those stats suggest for defensive ones because I think he was he was more than competent most of the time and quite a lot of the time the the stuff that builds those stats he just he he was covering for somebody else or somebody else was covering him because he'd just been up the other end of the pitch. I don't know if I, I just want to say I think he's good defensively, but I can't back it up with anything. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I guess think... it depends. Who are those stats com- in comparison to? Because if that's in comparison to fullbacks, then yeah, he's probably not doing as much defensively as they are. But 
Yeah, it's it's definitely a system orientated thing, and I think again, um, it's something that's been discussed in certain circles of the whole. You know, English fans are quite used to you are wing back, you are defender, you defend, which really isn't the role that time has been given in. Our defence last season weren't shocking. I think we gave away, I think we were like eighth for lowest expected goals conceded. So, you know, yeah, Timon's not going to be your big contributor in terms of defensive output. Um, And if you're relying on him to be that, well, it's a bit daft. So, um, yeah, anyone suggesting that those poor defensive stats are anything other than an indicator of the role he plays isn't know what they're talking about. That's me. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for him to get a bit of a rest this season because he did feel like he played every minute of every game, like he, almost as many minutes as Joe, as Joe Allen did, just through a paucity of other options, really. And it's it's nice that we might have somebody a bit more robust than Alfie Doughty, although, yeah, we'll see. Um, Ooh, and that's actually a talking point just to raise that I've just suddenly remembered just nine subs and we can make five in a game. Yeah. For, oh my God. For good. Do you think that's a we thing? might make two now? Yeah, we might. Not, not only now that we can make minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say not only that, but we might even do one before the hour. <laughs> when people get Tony, this is a serious podcast. <laughs> I still <laughs> think that's why we signed Flint. I, I genuinely think Flint is going to make like 35 appearances for us this season. 33 of which are going to come directly from the bench because he's going to get thrown on either in both scenarios where he's trying to defend or or just throw him on for corners. The uh, age-old tactic of kick it at him. Yeah. I wonder if he's any good in the air. I do do like the idea of him and Suter up for corners, though, and then our one good corner taker who's now left. Uh, that was I saw something about that as well. Vrancic like, mm. was our, our highest creator last season, um, but then it actually showed like the breakdown of the the chances created, and it was like seventy five percent of the chances Vrancic creates were directly from set pieces. So <laughs> we've we've rolled out okay. our old set piece specialist, and don't have another. I don't think any. I guess it's going to be are... Baker, maybe or Thompson yeah. or. Possibly, unless Smallbone. Kilkenny, maybe, as well, I think. was Yeah. Is a bit of a deep free kick, dude. I don't know. We'll see. Bursic. Get Bursic on. Yes. Take, yeah. take <laughs> the kicks and then take see. him off again. <laughs> like Kevin, Kevin Pressman taking penalties. So are you suggesting that once we've dropped Bursic and Bonham's in goal, we're going to bring both we- Bursic and Flint on? For yeah. set pieces, for set pieces, what is the subs to to bring them on, and then use another two yeah. subs to bring them off again afterwards? When we've, oh right, when, okay. when Bursic yeah. slammed it straight into into touch, mm. and everybody else is jogging back, bring them both off, and then you've still got two yeah. subs left, special at least one sub left to do it again. <laughs> yeah. So what would be the point in having five subs if you're not gonna sub on a keeper and centre back and then sub them back off again? That's, mm. that's I think that's the only case. way Michael O'Neill's yeah. gonna see this. Let's be honest. Yeah, it's no, it's it's a good use case, definitely. It's funny because when the last time we had loads of subs, it was really exciting. It was it was in the plague times when it was too hot for people, so we had extra subs, and that was when Josh Timon still wasn't always a starting regular. So I was super excited about the extra subs because he was more likely to be on the bench and more likely to come on. And 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 uh, um, 
I don't know if I'm as excited about it now because it might mean he doesn't play as much. But that's, that's possibly well, not. I think it's. Main. I think ultimately for us with. I mean, I think we're relatively sound um, depth-wise, as in yeah. we have players who can play in every role. Um, in a 46-game season, I can understand exactly why Stoke think it's a, and O'Neill thinks it's a really good thing to be able to make that many subs. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a bit of an unknown, really, isn't it? We're all going to sit and watch and see how much it disrupts the flow of the game, how much it changes things, how much Watford can take the piss with it because they've got, 30 Premier League players. Yeah. Um, I do yeah. want to ask, as as one of the points on the depth, it, I agree with you that centre-backs probably are position of least depth, but are we comfortable with Clark and Sparrow? I know we've got Dehaney as well, but I, there's depth in terms of bodies, but I've heard a few murmurings that, you know, is that enough? We're putting quite a lot on Clark. We trust Tymon, so McCarron's fine as a backup, but yeah, I don't know. It's a big question, isn't it? I think Clark has played an entire season, I think, in Scotland mm-hmm. at two different clubs, the two clubs he played right. for. There was an injury somewhere as well. I'm not sure about all of it. Um, but yeah, he's still very young and sort of saying to him, oh yeah, by the way, you're, you're probably going to play 46 games for us. Um, is a bit scary. Sparrow, I think, has been maybe the the like feel good story of preseason. If if that's like a, a way to describe it, I think a lot of people were pleased with his performances. Um, yeah, I don't know. We need like a. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a someone who can play in maybe centre midfield and right back. Can I proffer Mr. Wilmot? For that role, I hope no, not for not for the centre mid, but for the right back position. No, I, 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 he was all right. He was he all scored right. a nice goal. He scored a very nice goal, and he did like right I, back maybe wing back. I would be, I would be wary of what we could create if he was our main threat on the right. We've got a good midfield now, though. So hopefully, yeah, yeah. The, we've got the, stacks like, midfield. Hopefully now, like just having one good wing back and one acceptable wing back won't be our mm. only source of creativity. Other yeah. than Nick Powell going, oh, hang on a minute, lads, I'm just going to flick this over there. Oh, well done. I think that's where the small bone signing is important as well, um, just to take the pressure off Powell a little bit because. I know obviously last season we flipped to playing both Rancic and Powell at the same time, who were both, that was probably not the safest decision in terms of longevity of plan, trying to rely on two players who are quite known for struggling to play entire seasons. Um, but yeah, we're, we're pretty stacked in midfield now. It's exciting. We can do different things like we did against Hearts when we moved to a a double pivot. God, you're going to have to get used to me saying the words pivot on this podcast a lot. It's going to be like pivot. a bad episode of Friends. Well, <laughs> now we've got a midfielder who actually can pivot. <laughs> Several, I think. I think we've exactly. got a, a team can... full of pivoters. Yeah. I think the small burn one, it, it takes the pressure off Powell, but I think it takes it off Baker as well. I, at least one of the preseason games, I can't remember which it was, where Baker was pretty clearly tasked with pushing further forward and trying to be hearts, hearts yeah, a creator and 
I love him, but it it not wasn't, his job, is it? It wasn't working, no. No. And I think as well, if we're going to stick with that, playing with a number 10, that's another position that um, gives DiMaggio a bit of a route into the team. I know pre-season and previously he's been playing as a striker. I think that's more because we had two real strikers until Dwight joined us so nicely. Um, so, yeah, we'll see with DiMaggio fitting in there and potentially, I guess, when Powell's back, we could look at playing that two number 10s thing with Smallbone and Powell or Wright Phillips and, and Powell or Smallbone behind one striker. Um, does anyone think we'll sign a target, man? Aside from the entirety of Stoke Twitter. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we could get them all on the pitch at once, even with our nine subs. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I yeah. don't. I guess I, 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 don't I think, think that I'm more meant that as, it, yeah. Well, are we are we short of another striker? Because on my nice little graph, I've got we've got Brown, Campbell, and Gale, who are real strikers. We've got Powell and Wright Phillips, who have played as strikers for us before, and then we've got Young Emre Tez goals. Um, who is young and Flint um, Flint off the bench and Flint off the bench yes big man Flint up top forgot about that the, the David James man. option <laughs> yeah I think whichever striker we sign now it would be I'm I, I'm assuming we can't afford someone to come in and be the main striker whoever we sign is going to be coming in to be fourth choice really they, they're going to be in the <laughs> late 30s and tall I'm hearing Andy Carroll. That's all I'm hearing. And I know that's not very serious for the serious pod, but... That is Andy who Carroll. I was alluding to. Destination. It's very Stoke. Potters. It would it would be very Stoke, but also as far as like ageing strikers go, we could do a lot worse if he's affordable. Much like the Gale. I mean, the, the Carroll and Gale partnership. Imagine that 10 years ago. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, imagine Tyrese Campbell and um, <laughs> Jacob Brown sitting on the bench behind Andy Carroll <laughs> and Dwight Gale in the year 2022. All wow, that learning is, they yeah. do. <laughs> it's, it's very Tony Pulis's Panini album, isn't it? Oh, um, God. But hopefully it not. can't hopefully. happen. Hopefully, if, if we do sign somebody, it'll be somebody in the Jacob Brown mould of like done bits in League One or even two. And a really tall lad, Huddersfield have signed from Solihull Moors. No, in. bring him no. in. Wasn't it you who said he was the worst football you've ever seen? <laughs> no, that wasn't me. <laughs> I, I can't have ever said to have seen him other than him just being really tall. I, it was somebody, somebody we know saw him playing for Solihull Moors and, and and it was a less than favourable review. I kind of just said what it was. Before. Pick someone. Pick someone, it was, Tony, it was probably and then Mitch. Them. Yeah, it was Mitch. <laughs> right, okay, there it is. <laughs> so I'm we should sign him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's very good and we should definitely sign him, even though he's just signed somewhere else, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, what else do we need other than... I mean, we're so used to having at least 12 first-choice centre-backs, it's weird to think of us being understopped there. But maybe, yeah, maybe another centre-back would be nice. And maybe, like, who doesn't want another striker? Yeah, it's the age-old solve to all problems in football. Mm. And then when we sat Michael O'Neill and the new manager really wants wingers, <laughs> we've got we've got DWP. <laughs> yeah. 
or, or sorry, when Michael O'Neill goes upstairs, I should say. Um, yeah, who knows? But no. Um, so uh, uh, if we're broadly positive about the state of state of affairs, then does that mean when we move on to our next segment, which is the twenty-four to ones, looking at our predictions for the season for the league? Does that mean we've all got Stoke quite high up then? No, uh, absolutely not. No. I mean, I'm very happy to be positive about what our squad looks like now, but I am also entirely certain, a thousand percent certain that within 10 minutes of the first game, it will be exactly the same as it's always been. I mean, I'm positive about it as a mid-table team. Like, yeah, that is what we are. That's the squad we've got. Yay. I do think we could. I, I can't remember where I've put us. It's, you know, somewhere in the middle well, of the table. But we can find out soon enough because Tom's got the world's best spreadsheet available. I don't know if I should drop a little trail music yeah. in here. I haven't prepared any, so. <laughs> Let's see in the edit. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just do the Nathan Jones game bit, but then cut it off when he says the first physically sick. Yeah. Okay, Tom, would you like to talk us through everybody's predictions and then accuse us of being idiots at various points? Or and Yeah, I, I'm more than happy to do that. I, I have. So we have collated five Wizards' grand predictions. We've stuck them through a computer and out the other end has popped the precise table as it's going to finish. Is uh, it a pivot table? It, no, I don't know what that is. It's a sorry. really good midfield table, Tom. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. So, in 24th place, the Wizards have said will be Reading FC. Um, Reading are, just to give everyone a quick summary of where they are, their best player is Tom Ince. Um, and I am sat <laughs> on my Zoom call beneath and above uh, two people who have predicted Reading to not finish in the bottom three <laughs> with Tom Ince as their best player. So, Tom in- Tony Tom in- or George, account for your sins. Tom Ince is their best player. His dad is oh. their only manager, right? But that means that fairly early on in the season, they will get another manager who mm. might be good. They have isn't, no money. Isn't, they isn't aren't Joe- allowed to make any signings. Isn't Zhao still there? Uh, he's injured. He got injured in their second preseason game. Selfish fucker. Well, that, well then, <laughs> regardless, um, yes. up the Royals. I, I had I had them twentieth, which is not like amazing, but I I I I just think some other teams are worse. Even though I think Tom Ince will do all right because he's left us, and everyone who leaves us does better than we expect. So even if he's literally carrying them all on his own with his miserable face and being spat on all the time, I still think it'll be. I I I I can see him doing a great escape, undeservedly. Yeah, probably finish above yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to preface the entirety of this with uh, the fact that I chose mine purely on vibes, with no idea what any of the transfers were. So thank you for reminding me that they're under embargo. Um, and that their yeah, best player yeah. is Tom Ince. Um, yeah, best of luck with that. But yeah, I had to put I had to put Rotherham bottom. Oh, yeah, really. So, yeah, that's a what what a smooth transition. So next, the Wizards have got Rotherham in twenty third place. Both me and George had them in twenty fourth because 
while it's Rotherham. Tony, you're on the 18th. I just think they're neat. <laughs> there it is. He told us he was going to say it. <laughs> no, I, I <laughs> the like prophecy Rotherham. foretold. I, I like just knew Rotherham. that was going to happen. I think I think they're. We said this. I said this two seasons ago when they did inevitably get relegated at the end of that season. But I think they will beat a few teams. I think they'll get four points out of us at least. Um, I suggested that they might go down when we nick their manager. Um, I replace O'Neill in November. I don't foresee him leaving. I, I the the way I expect it to go with Rotherham is I think they will do all right and sort of cling on. And then in January, when they're sort of when they're not adrift, I think a little bit of investment will happen, and I think it will be wise, sensible, the right sort of people investment in some playing staff, and I think they will progress a bit and consolidate. And I, I, I just expect decent things for them, and I think they do have a very good manager, and I think he's particularly wedded to the place that he's at. I think mm. he's a bit of a he's one of those who would not have his Part head turned. Yeah, he he would only he would only leave if if he's told to, um, and then he might look elsewhere, or he might just want to go back to being a coach. Yeah. Hmm. In fairness, well, so- as well, it's not it's not solely you that said they'll stay up, Tom. No, it's really yeah. We've had a twenty first and no, a not 20. Chris, Dave, and uh, Matt both said they'll stay up, and they yeah. are wrong. But they're not here to defend themselves. Uh, in next place, we've got a, a fairly unanimously agreed Birmingham in 22nd. Their club's rotting to pieces. Their stadium's rotting to pieces. They're going to League One. Problem uh, is, they've got John Eustace. And I like yeah, John Eustace. Who, but who I, is the wild card? I think Eustace is yeah. very highly thought of. Watford were trying to give him the job before they hired this new dude, um, Mr. Yeah. Edwards, I think. I can't um, remember. And yeah, maybe he's their only good bit. But other than that, Birmingham are very not interesting, especially since they didn't get taken over by that crazy man. Next, mm. the Wizards have got Wigan. Uh, they will finish 21st. Eat pies, James McLean. Blackpool are in 20th. Um, some some of the Wizards, actually, three of the Wizards uh, had had Blackpool going down in 22nd place. I yeah. I did I did purely because the file coast is just a black hole for football teams opinions everything that's from there is rubbish. That's not a very nice way to talk about Josh Bowler when we signed him in January. Um, after that is a fun one. We've got Cardiff in in nineteenth next. Um, <laughs> Tony, you had them in last. Yeah, that is just wishful thinking. Mm, because they've signed <laughs> Remain and Philogene Bidace. Yeah, they're, they're going to be really good and I hate them. Um, and I, I also like Steve Morrison as well. So it's, they've just got all the things that I want and they're Cardiff. So it's very 90s and I don't like it at all. I'm so uh, next points deductions, just punishments for trivial things pain. that aren't deserved. Put them in red again. Deserved. Yes, like um, literally... Red, throw paint at them, take all their money away, everything. Speaking of teams in the southwest of England who play in red, in 18th place, we've got Bristol City, who are a team of footballers. And George, you have vibed them straight into 23rd place. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. Um, There's always one team that does... You know, that is a team of footballers that sometimes play football that 
absolutely shits it every year. My vibes told me that was going to be them. For some it feels reason. it doesn't feel very Pearson. I think he'd murder him. No. Which would be uh, fun. <laughs> yeah, he'd 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 coral statue them all into the river, wouldn't he? <laughs> in fact, now mine is also wishful thinking in that case. <laughs> maybe maybe we'll hire hire Pearson in like October and then they'll drop like a stone. Yeah. Well, oh God, okay. Pearson. Yeah, no, that's 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 definitely a thought that belongs on the drivel side of the podcast. Oh, so is. I'm going to stop that there. Seventeenth, we have Hull City, who are, as I'm sure everyone is well accustomed to now, because it's impossible to mention them without saying this, owned by the Turkish Simon Cowell, uh, <laughs> and are assembling a team of Turkish footballers. <laughs> Great fun. Hmm. Um. Next, we have got. Huddersfield. Now, Huddersfield are in 16th for the Wizards. This could be fun because the, Huddersfield are the only team who, across the five of us, we've got one of us has predicted them in the relegation zone and someone else has predicted them in the playoffs. Can what anyone kind guess of which way around this is? Who, who put them in the playoffs? George put them in the playoffs. Okay. Give us yeah. the vibes. What kind of absolute idiot would say that Huddersfield, who are clearly not going to be in the playoffs, would be in the playoffs? I... Um, no, I'm going to I'm going to reverse my Bristol City views and say that they've done it last year when they were absolutely. I, I mean, I don't know how they got where they got last year, having watched mm-hmm. them. I I think they might do the same thing again. I nice. don't understand them. They scare me. They worry me. Good away day, then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, real, the real genius move after a successful campaign where you unexpectedly make the playoffs is to get rid of your manager, isn't it? Yeah, and sell your two best players, which is why I've put them in 23rd place. <laughs> yeah. Because Yeah, but I that's think... completely unfair, Tom, because I couldn't be bothered to look and check that that was the case. Toffolo's yeah. gone, hasn't he? Toffolo and O'Brien. Yeah. O'Brien, okay. arguably the best centre midfielder in the league. Um, not only have they sacked... Well, they didn't sack their manager, Cor- Corberan, left. They have chosen to just put his assistant in charge, which I think there's just numerous examples across the championship of how sensible a plan that is. Looking at you, our assistant manager, uh, <laughs> that bloke who was in charge of Preston at the start of last season. 50 quid if anyone can remember his name. Um and Tyndall at Bournemouth, who did a bad oh, job. Yeah. So, so Corberan went so far upstairs. Corberan went so far upstairs. I think he's gone got back to plane. Leeds. <laughs> I think he's gone so far upstairs at Huddersfield. He's gone back to Leeds, which is good lord. Very upstairs. I might be Excellent. wrong on that front. I'm not sure. Uh, so in fifteenth place, the Wizards have plopped for. Ben Brereton Diaz's Blackburn Rovers. Uh, they are sat in 15th place. Uh, I had them in eighth because, I don't know, I think they're still quite good. Um, maybe they'll be gooder. They have a new manager. That's a thing. Tony, you had them in 19th, I presume, for all the same reasons. Pretty much, yeah. Um, I think. He's their one good player who's from Stoke, barely gets a mention, um, generally. But yeah, he um, he dropped off quite a lot at the end of last season, and I reckon he will start a lot brighter and then get signed by somebody else, and then it will and go le- wrong. leaving them with very little. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't remember who Venue Manager is. So I can't either. It might, it might be someone good. I want to say he's Scandinavian and likes keeping the football and has done quite well at other oh, clubs. Oh, yeah. Don't ask me to name Finish, the other clubs. Finnish used to play for Rangers, maybe. Uh, he's hang not on, Finnish. I'm going to Google. He's 32. <laughs> oh. I was just about to say, is it Antinieli? But <laughs> not on, not on, not on, not on a weekday pod. We don't do, we don't do the Finnish joke on a weekday pod. I also don't do remembering how to type the word Blackburn and then the word Rovers into my phone. Uh, they have lost Lenihan, who I'm not sure how much he played for them, but he's a good centre back. He's gone. Uh, they've lost Ryan Niambe. He's gone. Um, but other filler stuff while Tony works out who their manager is. It's John Dell Thompson. Ah, uh, yeah. Of course. Of course it is. Mm. Listeners at home have been screaming that into their preferred podcast listening um, provider. Previously so, managed Malmo. Malmo. Of Zlatan Ibrahimovic fame and little else. And Excelsior and Roda. So he's done the Dutch leagues and mm. Malmo. And now he's Blackburn Rovers manager and he was quite good at kicking the ball as I remember. So Alex Neal is Sunderland manager and the Wizards have picked Sunderland to finish in 14th place. They are finally back in the championship, uh, the place where they make the boats. Um, (laughs) That's it. Sunderland. Yay. Stadium of light. Next, we have Preston, Preston North End, um, in 13th place. Uh, I put them in fifth, um, a vibes pick for Brutalist Architecture. They have a great bus station. Their football team has some footballers in it. Um, I, I put a little note next to Preston and he says, no idea. And I have them <laughs> six, 16th on that basis. They've signed a striker whose name I can't remember right now, but I remember thinking, oh, that's a good signing. So give me anyone 20 else to 25 minutes on, and I'll Google it on uh, on Preston's <laughs> stuff uh, while I look up their striker. Alvaro Fernandez. No, he's a defender. Hang on. No, yeah, it's not him. <laughs> uh, they Parrot. do have. Huh? Yes, Parrot. Troy Parrott. Yes. There you go. Troy Parrott, who's going to play up front with their. Other striker, Reese, who uh, was good last season. Next. In the... my defence, Alvaro Hernandez sounds like a striker's name. Does a little bit. Sorry, Next, the Wizards have QPR in 12th. Uh, has anyone ever got anything interesting to say on QPR, aside from that they've appointed Aston Villa's assistant manager? i got three question marks in my notes field there. Mm-hmm. Three, so. One for each initial. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Queen's Park and they're their Rangers. Next, we have uh, a football team from South Wales who have a footballer who plays for them. Uh, And if you can't get who they are off those clues, you do not listen to this podcast enough. Uh, It is Swansea City uh, in 11th place. Um, Tony, you had them in 6th. And George, yeah. you had them in 17th. So George, explain 17th first and then Tony, tell him why he's wrong. I have a feeling that Tony and I might have put them in those positions for exactly the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know what that is, you don't listen to the podcast enough. 
Um, all right, yeah, I think they're, you know, a bit shit. And now they've added a player who is either going to take them to 6th or 17th. And I went with my heart and I said, I really hope it's 17th. The sweet corn in the shit, yes. Uh, <laughs> I think he's going to float. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I put him 6th purely because I think they will keep us out of the playoffs. On, and just on the narrative of like that we're, that we're all guaranteed to have that Joe Allen will play for them, whether or not he plays well is irrelevant. They yep. will simply win football matches. And for the rest of time, we will be told, um, you know, this is your fault. Um, look yeah. what you did. I so, think it's irrelevant whether he plays well. Left Stoke and- Ooh. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's it. If he or plays, if he, plays play, if he doesn't yeah, even play, he hasn't I bet he was a good moral yet. support. I don't think he's, he's played a pre-season game for them yet. So we'll see. <laughs> so he's going to get him promoted on his own, purely on vibes without touching grass. Yeah, exactly that. If, if that would have worked for us as well. It's if he hadn't be... fucking played. That's what he's going to do. This isn't very serious podcast. So Swansea are going to fill their bench with actual chickens and they're going to make five subs all at once and it's just going to be chickens running across the pitch and Alan's going to be there like some kind of chicken wizard dragging them around, chasing after the ball. Like a chicken pied piper. <laughs> oh, more most totally can draw. For Swansea, just send Topher to Swansea with Joe Allen, just so he can enjoy some success for a year. Speaking anyway. of lovers who've caused us unknown trauma, uh, in 10th place, the Wizards have picked Millwall. Um, we're not going to talk about Millwall because we're going to talk about them in a second because yeah. that is who we're playing next. And perhaps in positive signs for Saturday, the Wizards of Drivel have selected a certain Stoke City football club to finish in ninth place. Now, I have the raw numbers on this and I think it's worth addendumming this for the listeners. Stoke are in ninth place. Only one of us have actually predicted them to finish above ninth place. Stoke are in ninth place because we just think everyone else is a little bit crapper than us. So before anyone is saying we're deluded uh, and we're, uh, you know, going to push us up the table, no, no, everyone else is just a bit crap. Remember how crap the division we're playing in is. Um, does anyone have anything to say about Stoke that we haven't already said? I feel like I should confess I am the person who put them above ninth in fact seventh because i think the the ultimate cruelty will be us missing out on the playoffs to a joe allen goal in the last game swansea play that gets them a much needed point or goal difference also i think swansea will kick us out of the playoffs in the final couple of games because of joe allen and for that to happen we would need to finish seven four eight and i'm trying to be optimistic just mindlessly like there's no real foundation to it obviously uh, but I thought I'd try and be optimistic and obviously all the teams above us in my list are are obvious ones involving ex-players or managers <laughs> um, but yeah um, oh yeah we haven't you, even got close to that yet <laughs> you, you get it we'll 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 press on um 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stoke out of all, all the teams, probably maybe apart from Cardiff. I think out of the 24 teams, they're the one I hate most. <laughs> so we're all sufficiently traumatized. So we'll move on up the table to eighth placed uh, Coventry. Um, not much to say about Coventry, I don't think. No, no, no. Maybe they lose Calvary the and it all goes wrong. Yeah, they are one of the teams that will finish somewhere in the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even put a question mark or anything in my notes field. Uh, veering away from on topic, but uh, if if you wanted to know why I just giggled a lot having looked at my phone, it's because mm, peeking behind the curtain, we just stopped for a minute so everyone could nip to the bathroom because we've, we've done a fairly long pod. Um, and I messaged my beloved good lady doctor her indoors explaining that that was what i'd done um in case she heard me padding about and then came back and we resumed the pod she just messaged to say she was in the shower yeah so i brushed the toilet and she was in the shower so i burnt her sorry my love speaking of burning lovers we have got luton town in seventh place um I put them in the playoffs oh. because I think Nathan Jones... Is, oh, how, Tony? Right. So I'm going to read through everyone's predictions okay. here. So Dr. Matt had them in 10th. George and Dave had them in 8th. I had them in 4th because Nathan Jones is the second coming. And you, Tony, had them in 1st place. Nathan Jones is Luton Town are winning the league. Yeah. Yeah, it's- there we go. Done. <laughs> Easy. It's a wonderful shape. And they're, 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 they've got less injured players this season and haven't lost too many players. And they've got Alfie Doughty. So again, you're he'll, putting he'll, a he'll Stoke got... player with an ex-Stoke manager. Woo. Have they still fit. got Cameron Jerome? They have still got Cameron Jerome. Yeah. They got with, every year, with every year, he gets less and less scared of one-on-one situations. <laughs> Eventually... <laughs> He might be able to, you know, have a five-second build-up to taking a chance without whiffing it. Against us, I, am, I imagine exactly. he will, he will, <laughs> he will show his, his true colours and the fact that he's actually original Brazilian Ronaldo. Uh, so next we arrive at, uh, at the, the top six and... Um, like everyone else, we appear to, on the averages, other than the old Luton anomaly, because someone put them in first, have a very strong top six who everyone is considering are going to be far beyond all the other teams. Um, the lowest team we have in said top six is potentially our most controversial pick, and that is Burnley in sixth place. Vincent Company's lone army, we've said they're going to be sixth. George, you had them as the highest out of any of the Wizards. Why do you like Burnley? What are the vibes? <laughs> yeah, I've put them in third. I think I think the signings they've made are decent. I think Vincent Company could be an emphasis on could because I have no idea what I'm talking about. Could be the kind of manager who gives me the vibes of doing pretty well in the championship. I think he's probably going to try and play some fairly good championship football. And I think the signings that I've heard of have been good. And they've got Harwood Bellis, so, you know. Yeah, 
What a footballer he is. Guaranteed promotion. I put them in 10th because they have appointed a highly rated manager who everyone expects to do well in the championship. <laughs> they have kept about a good squad of uh, mature, experienced professionals, and they have made some really good signings. So um, don't know if you get where I'm going, but they're going to be us from <laughs> when we came down and it's going to go poorly for the people of Burnley. And they've got rid of their best player, Nathan Collins. And um, they've sold Nathan Collins and sent us all the money quite kindly. And we shouldn't be so rude about them because thank you no. for a transfer fund. Yes. Uh, but, to the to the half of Burnley fan listening to this podcast. I know I know they've sold quite a lot of made some quite good sales, but aren't they completely dipped in pistol? Haven't they got literally no money? Yeah, they are they yeah. are have to pay mega reloan. Uh they have they're gonna sell their two best players. Apparently McNeil Percy was saying today is off to Everton, I think. Everton, Maybe. yes. No, it is Everton. Good knowledge. Good Great shout. Uh, and Newcastle are very heavily linked with um, Cornet. So, yeah, let's see how Burnley do with their squad of excellent League One footballers and relegated Premier League footballers. Cool combination. And you've got Vincent Company, the winner's winner, um, doing it. So, fun. Uh, next, we have Sheffield United finishing in the playoffs again in the same position they did last year, fifth, unsure. Um, I think that, yeah, the angle with Sheffield United is they have not got Morgan Gibbs-White anymore, but they still have everyone else. Yeah? Agreed? Yeah, they're, they're good. I put I put them lower down just because I don't want it to happen, but I think I think they'll be fine. I think they've they had their little ooh we came down blip, and they'll they'll be there or thereabouts. They have signed for Football Manager fans um, a centre back whose name I can't. Well, I, I can sort of remember it, but I'm definitely going to say it wrong, so I'm going to just dip out. Um, but he is a big Football Manager dude uh, who a lot of people like. In next place, fourth, we have Mr. Cabbage himself, Steve Bruce's West Brom. Um, can someone make the case for West Brom being good? Because I have them in 12th and I don't think they were very good. This I... is the one that I am most worried about. Oh, well, not worried about. This is the I don't actually care if I get it right, but this is the one that I thought about the most. Um, Did you remember Steve Bruce's manager? No, which is point number one. Big, big point. That's my base. <laughs> that's my first point. But also, I could still see them being there. They were absolutely crap for quite an amount of last season, and they still weren't too far off, if I remember right. I think they they finished kind of. Was it slightly above us? Yeah, they finished slightly above us. They did a really cool Nathan Jones Stoke City impression at the start of the season where they uh, went nuts on the XG under Ishmael, then played us. We actually beat them and deserved <laughs> to beat them. And then they went off the rails and couldn't score a goal. Um, yeah. Sacked Ishmael, brought Bruce in, and Bruce just sort of trundled them along to yeah. the mid-table finish they had. They've They've made the two best signings I I can think of off the top of my head though, which is Jed Wallace and Swift. John yeah. Swift. I want to say Matt Swift, but that's somebody else. John Swift. 
John Swift, yeah, John, John Swift. Swift. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I agree with with everything that's been said. They've got a good squad. They they did okay last season. They've made some really good signings. But can anyone remember Steve Bruce managing Tammy Abraham and Jack Grealish in the Championship? Because I can, yeah. and it didn't yeah. go well. The thing the I do also thing, think, I think he might be gone. Yeah, I think that's the only thing is they probably have a good enough squad that they could sack him when things get a bit nasty in November or December and just appoint someone to win the league for them. I um, I wonder if it might be his year to just be like, yeah, fuck you all and be yeah, decent. I can do it. The, the David Moyes glow up. Yeah, exactly. As like to call it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. but more cushion-faced than that. Um, <laughs> It's, it's weird because I know he's a he's a bad landlord and stuff, but Steve Bruce is like the one person in football I feel the most sorry for most often because it doesn't really matter what he does. Everyone just thinks, oh, yeah, Steve Bruce, really bad manager. And it's like, he's he's done all right. He's, he's had some successes. He hasn't this great. Like, we have had worse managers than him who I like. And yeah, and, and I, I just feel a bit bad for him with his big soft face. Um so if and, and he's and he's author of children's books about footballers. Um, but also he's a landlord, so uh yeah, stop yeah, treating him like a just, human being. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> absolutely agree with Tom. Yeah. In third place, we have got Chris Wilder's Middlesbrough. Um, rolling in cash from selling Jed Spence and uh, about to sell James Tavernier to Bournemouth for a big old 12 million fee. Um, They have got Chris Wilder. They have just signed Tommy Smith. Uh, So hope Chrissy Wilder isn't expecting him to ball progress uh, from right wing back in his... He he uses the centre-backs for that though, doesn't he? Maybe I don't know. He only did. I haven't seen. I haven't watched Borough do much overlapping centre back in, but we'll see. I guess. Um, Me too. Now, fairly unanimous that they're going to be good. George, you had them in seventh, but I, 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 I can see them. They're not a very vibesy team, are they? Bad vibes. No, and I also the only thing I remember from Middlesbrough last year is when they interviewed Chris Wilder towards the end of the season, and he. And they said, was it something like, oh, you know, are you going to be here next season? And he basically just told the reporter to shut up. Yeah, it was pretty rude. I don't yeah, like yeah, managers just, being rude. Like no. Especially considering like our Nathan, you know, had a breakdown in front of the cameras and didn't want to ask them to stop asking him questions. Um, go over yourself, Chris. Yeah. Wilder. Slightly less of a dick. Yeah. It's not hard. People just doing their jobs. Uh, speaking of just doing their job, in second place, we have Norwich. You know, they get relegated, they go back up, they get relegated, they go back up. And Yarr. they've signed someone from Sao Paulo. How cool is that? Up the Canaries. And they have by far and away the nicest kit out of any team in the league. I know we all like ours quite a lot, but their home kit is ridiculous. Is it still yellow? Yes. But it's nice. It's a nice yellow. Okay. It's a automatic promotion yellow. Speaking of yellow and automatically promoted, uh first place we have Watford. Um Watford are going to win the league under the helm of Mr. Rob Edwards, who is a new manager for them, who we reckon might last the season. But in fairness, the last time I, they got promoted, they did it with two managers. So, I, yeah, I I had them in 
fourth, but I said they'll go through three managers but still be good. I think isn't their manager one from the conference? Somebody plucked somebody from the conference or something. I want to say Forest Green. Forest Green. Yeah, okay. But They're not in the conference anymore. Wrong. But yeah. No, I think um, I had Forest Forest Green sort of vaguely in the back of my head. So it is the kind of managerial appointment that could go either way. And yeah, they they they'll probably go up. But you need to you you need to move somebody out of the top two to make room for Luton, and I pick them. But yeah. They have still got Ismail Shah. Good luck to championship defences against him. Uh, they've still got um, Emmanuel Dennis at the current point in time. They don't have Troy Deeney anymore. Didn't he just another positive. Didn't he, yeah. he went to Birmingham last season, didn't he? He did, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. they're back in the championship now without Troy Deeney, which I guess will be emotional for them. Maybe, maybe he's maybe he's the ageing championship striker we'll sign. <laughs> oh, my God. Finally, another would, destined yeah, signing. That would, that <laughs> we would, started so positive. Well, I I don't think we necessarily need another striker. You lot started it with all this target target man chat. So that anyway. is our league table. If yeah. you want me to summarise it, I'm not going to. Congratulations, um, as, Watford. Yeah, congratulations, Watford, Norwich. And if you can remember the teams we had in the playoffs, who do we think is going to win the playoffs? I'm going to pick... Middlesbrough because I had them in second and I think they're going to win the playoffs. Well, I'll, I'll pick Luton because I had him in first. Luton aren't in our playoffs, <laughs> Tone. Soz. Pick one yeah, that's, teams you that's, are. That's incorrect. That's my point. Um, West Brom. Steve Bruce up the fight in Wembley's. Just, 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 yeah. Swing. Renting out flats, left, right and centre and going up the playoffs. Not replacing your boiler. No, even though he's West Brom manager, he yeah, probably gets him for he free. He probably could. Yeah, that's why. That's why he's gone there. He's done a deal. Allegedly, please don't sue us, Steve. <laughs> he can't sue him. It's just really United. nice about him. Sheffield United to make up yeah, for their Forest floppings in the penalty shootout with Bryce Samba dancing. Exactly that round. God, I hope they come back down. So that's exactly how the uh, championship's finishing. So uh, I, for one, look forward to not revisiting that at the end of the season, like we do every Again. year. Again, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's believe. so correct. There's not much point in even playing the season. So I won't watch Stoke because I know exactly where they're going to finish. <laughs> Excellent plan. I can't believe how much we've glossed over how right I was last season. I was pretty good. Apart from Derby, I was pretty close. And my Derby one was because I decided it was going to be Wickham and then the Football the, League. EFL. Done you man Derby. Yeah. Mostly me, though. With their rules. <laughs> their stupid rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, shall we talk about Millwall? Yes. Because they've yeah. lost they've lost a player who I said was a really good player when West Brom signed. They've lost Jed Wallace, who won me that, that fantasy league last year for there the second go. year in a row. So how are they going to beat us? Uh, I mean, they still have Benica Fobe. Uh, and I've just noticed, because I'm looking at their transfer list, they have Charlie Creswell of being Richard Creswell's son fame. Uh, the no. centre back on loan from Leeds. Centre back uh, doesn't he play really? right wing? No, he <laughs> <laughs> Tony Pleas thinks so. 
Um, yeah, they have replaced uh, Jed Wallace with Zion Fleming from Fortuna Sittard, who all the stats people have said did big old scary numbers uh, in the uh, Divisi. So they've also got George Honeyman from Hull, who maybe didn't do so big numbers, and Jamie Shackleton on loan from Leeds as well. They play a 3-5-2. They play sufferball. They are a Gary Rowett-managed team. Do we think they do anything tactically different? One word answer, please, from you, George. No. Tony? Well, no. Yeah, it's a no. No, there's, yeah. there's no, there's nothing tactically interesting about them. Enjoy the first game of the season. <laughs> Why? It's Stoke. What, what's for to enjoy? If we well, win, I had we'll the great do it wrong idea. somehow. I had the perfect idea that it because we're starting the season early, I think this counts as a pre-season game, really. Still July. Oh, oh everyone exactly. would be very sensible about it then. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want a fun a fun thing from uh, Millwall's pre-season? So they they've played well as far as I can see they've played four games they've won two of them uh, they've drawn the most recent one against Ipswich they drew nil nil with uh, Hammerby I think they're a Danish club or a Swedish club or a Finnish club or a Norwegian Norge. club um, and they lost the game because they did one of those everyone's favourite fun things a penalty shootout at the end of a preseason game just because you can. <laughs> Uh, and they lost that 5-3. So, well done. Excellent. To them. Did their keeper take all the penalties? I can't see who took the penalty. Uh, oh, can I see who took the penalties? I can't see who took the penalties. That was us, wasn't it, where they said Butland took five penalties and yeah. we won, and then they took the cup anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I'm not the, imagining yeah. that. Was that. That wasn't the urine cup, the was urine, it? The, the, the urine it might cup. have been. Yeah. We won a penalty shootout and Jack yeah. Butland took all the penalties and saved some of them. And then for some reason, they kept the trophy. Didn't we end up yeah. playing? Wasn't the penalty shootout against the team we hadn't played as well or something like that? We'd already played Ooh. them, drew, and then we finished level on points in the mini league. I, I, I could be making stuff up here, but the Euro Cup we've, was we've, well, a fever dream. Yeah, yeah. We, we've already too established. Easy. We pissed it. Uh, I can't remember last season, so I definitely can't remember the fucking Euro, Euro Cup. Apart from I remember was something weird about penalties and we won it. Mm. Um, I really don't have anything else interesting to say about uh, Millwall. They've lost Jed Wallace. He was very good for them. They've lost Marlon Romeo. Uh, he was fine for them. They've still got the other Wallace. Did, didn't like their fans so much uh, for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. Who else have they got? Who you, oh, they've Could've, still got Bielkowski, who just saves yeah. everything despite being a million. Do we think really? it will be Campbell? <laughs> Do we think it'll be Campbell and Brown up front for us? That was my only thought. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's, I guess Do that's start... probably the end of the pitch that's the most unclear in it. I mean, neither of them are going to touch the ball, but <laughs> no, we'll just get snapped in half. 20 minutes in. Jake Cooper will eat them both. Mm. 
Um, I think, yeah, I'd be surprised because Gale played in that ghost game that didn't happen, but we'll tell you when it happened. Um, so I suspect Campbell and Brown will start that game maybe ahead of Smallbone with uh, Lauren Possibly. and uh, Baker in the midfield. That I think, it, fun. yeah, I think it'll end I up being quite hopeful. It'll be quite conservative. And then some subs will come on and, and spark it up a bit with a bit of new, new exciting players when we're two or three down. Yeah, I think there might be 10 shots in the game total. That yeah, is, really is that including the warm up? <laughs> <laughs> didn't say on target. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Well, that's something to look forward to. I'm away next weekend, so. Good I'm stuff. going, so. Excellent. Ooh. Well, good luck. Um, it's been a real pleasure knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> um, have we got any other business, then? Are we are we content to end it after only two hours of pod? I did just want to say uh, up England on Sunday um, because, yeah, come on, let's win a Euros. <laughs> Absolutely agree. I can see Tony is very much in agreement with us. It's it's very difficult because I I support all women's football and I I I, uh, I don't heal goals. I saw I felt for the goalkeeper because that's my natural instinct when that happens because <laughs> I've been there and it's like oh. um but no I I uh, I am glad the country is enjoying this and I hope that some good actually comes from it rather than probably some newly invented culture war in six months time about women playing football meaning you're not allowed to say the word woman anymore oh this country jesus christ um but but i i will never say up the england but i will cautiously say i i do not resent their success as much as i would the other england teams in anything i was just about to say we can cut that so that you do say up the england but then i realized <laughs> you're gonna edit this so that's fuck that a little bit. Yeah, well. <laughs> Steve Bruce's face comes for us all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly what I, the words I was trying to say. Okay. Are we done then? Should I should I should I very seriously say go on Stoke? Very seriously. Okay. Incredibly. Like Angus Deaton serious. Mm-hmm. Let me make it look like I'm really reading it from something rather than just saying it. Go on Stoke. Eat Steve Bruce. That was pretty serious, that.